Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hello, Tara. Hi, Jill. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I <laughs> I know what we're going to talk about right now, and I'm so excited because we're <laughs> going to talk about new bras. I need a new bra. You guys should all go get yourself a new bra because, honestly, the bra fit is so important. And we wear our bras way too long. And when you get a new bra, you will see that your shirt, your dress, whatever you put on looks 10 times better. Totally agree. And I'm, I'm definitely guilty of all of that, of, of not having the right fit, of keeping them too long. Definitely. I hate bra shopping though. It's like the, the my most, I hate it. Well, I actually, I can't decide whether I hate bra shopping or jeans shopping more. Well, the thing about the bra shopping is you really need the woman to help you, the bra fit. We were, we were talking about that. She, you can't underestimate her. I mean, she literally knows what she's doing. You can go to Victoria's Secret and have them measure around your boobs all you want. But the bra lady at a Bloomingdale's or any department store, like that is their jam. That is what they've done for 90 years. They are, they have seen every type of boob out there. They are the bra experts, like the bra lady. Can we celebrate the bra lady, please? <laughs> Probably one of the most important people in our lives, and we we don't really regard it till you're till you go and she helps you because totally. you're hanging and hawing like, oh, I have to go buy a bra. It sucks so bad, but there she is with her measuring tape, and she gets it right every time. I love that lady. Well, I think what's so great, so I recently went to Bloomingdale's with my daughter um, and we had an experience with a bra lady. And what I actually really respected about her is she just gave us bras to try on and that determined your size from that rather than the pretty humiliating like measuring tape situation. She just gave us bras. I was like, okay, if this works, then you're this. And if that works, then you're that. Um, and that made so much sense. And then they also are just like, they can just eyeball things. So my daughter needed a a bra to fit a particular dress she was wearing. And the bra lady looked at the dress. She's like, Oh, you need a strapless bra. You're never, you're not gonna be able to find like a normal bra that works with that. Like they just know, they know their shit. They know their bra shit. They totally know their bra shit. And that's what the opposite is. Like when you go jean shopping, it is not like that. You're kind of on your own. I mean, you're kind of on your own when you're looking for jeans, unless you hire me and I'll go with you. But <laughs> you're swinging in the wind. You've got 900 pairs you're taking into the dressing room. And you yeah. think, you know what fits and looks great, but it's just not the case. But I, I'm i going to Bloomingdale's today. I'm going to get a bra. It just totally motivated me because I, since the pandemic, I have all of a sudden I had like an underwear so- shortage. so I went to Bloomingdale's this was a while ago and she said to me everybody needs underwear like everybody there's no underwear it's actually very hard to find the underwear if you go there because everybody's buying underwear I think that we hadn't bought undergarments for so long yeah you know 
Well, I guess if you, you don't have to wear underwear under sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're home all the time, you can just do your laundry. It's not like you need new undergarments. But anyway, that's, that's true. But she, yeah, the bra lady is the best. <laughs> so aside from bra ladies, we wanted to talk about um, managing confrontations today. So Tara, have you ever had a situation where you have been confronted about something and sort of taken by surprise, or you've had to confront somebody about something and and maybe taken them by surprise? Yeah, I've had all the above. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I used to be really afraid of confrontation, but I think the way to handle confrontation and and what works for me is if I'm confronted or I need to confront, I really think about, I give it like a, a time. I give it maybe 24 to 48 hours of time of processing and thinking about what exactly it is that I want to say. And it's most important, and I'm going to sound like a real therapist right now, but whether you're in business or it's your personal life, you really need to speak from the I point of view. Because when you talk to somebody and say, you, 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 that's fighting words. That's attacking somebody. So when you come from the I position, I feel my expectations are, I would like it to be see this way, or I would like us to work this way together. That's a really different approach than coming at somebody saying, you need to do this. And because you didn't do this, this is why this happened. So that's kind of how I like to approach um, confrontation. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, sometimes I feel like when when I use the I, it's really just a fancy way of saying, I don't like what you did. <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, because it's, a less, it's less attacking. When you think about if somebody were to come to you and say, Joe, you did this. And why did, because you did this, this is why this happened. Instead of somebody saying, I had an expectation of what I wanted. And so let's talk about why that didn't happen. That's a really different approach. I know you're thinking that's just a softer way of saying it, but it it you it feels different when you hear it that way. Yeah, it makes sense. It's more about the impact their actions had on you versus, you know, them just doing something wrong intentionally kind of thing. Um but I I also I also think that one of the things that helps with confrontations is to, or just like difficult conversations is to take, try to take the emotion out of it. So I know a lot of people, I know the sort of, you know, psycho speak is like, um, when you do this, it makes me feel, but I think that when it comes to like businessy confrontations or maybe not even just businessy like taking the feeling out of it I think can help just focus on you know what might have gone wrong in you know whatever happened it's more about the facts and it's less about the feelings what do you think about that yeah so I like what you're saying so really what you want to do is focus on the problem so what I always say too is sometimes the problem gets lost in their reaction So when people are reactive, what now becomes the problem is the reaction, not the actual problem. You're, you're so focused on how somebody reacted that we forget what really made us upset in the first place. 
So I definitely agree with you on that. I think sometimes it's hard. It's in business. I think it's important to take emotion out of it. When it's a personal thing, I think it it, it is emotional no matter what. So there is a feeling, but I do agree. We get we lose sight of what the initial situation is when our reactive when we react. Yeah, and I think it's important to keep keep your eye on the prize. Like, what do you actually want to? C- have come out of this confrontation? Do you want to just have had a nice yelling match and everyone feels like cathartic and they were able to get everything off their chest? Or do you actually want to have certain things change or certain people take responsibility or like what, what are the outcomes you want to have happen from this confrontation? And sometimes you have to understand that it's really just not about you. It's about what the other person is experiencing. So they can just be projecting onto you whatever it is that's their stuff, but you don't even need to react to that. Just be mindful that that's their thing. But maybe you played a part in whatever way, so you have to take responsibility for that. I think that you know confrontation is not always a bad thing. I actually think that it's a growth. And if you can look at it like that from a business and a personal perspective... I think you can really grow from confrontation. Both sides can. First of all, in business, you can figure out what's going wrong here. Why is this happening? Something needs to change, right? Same personal. Something is not working, so something needs to change. Do we both change? Do I need to change? Something has to give. And you can grow from that. It's not always a bad thing. I think we hear confrontation, it sounds so negative. I hear people all the time say, I do not do confrontation. I do not do it. I run from it. But don't run from it because you can learn from it. Yeah, it's always, I think it's better to have the discussion rather than just let it sit there. And I mean, it's it's like the elephant in the room. It'll always be the elephant in the room. I'd rather just diffuse it. Um, I think one of the things that's really hard for me in confrontations is to stay calm, you know, because I am, I have quite a, I have quite a temper sometimes. And so, you know, if I'm, if I feel like I'm being attacked or if I feel like I'm being um, unfairly accused of something, this doesn't happen very often, but um, I can get, I can, I can get worked up and it's sometimes it's hard for me to remember that um, I need to stay calm. And I think I've gotten better at that as I've gotten older because I get a little perspective and I realize that this is one one discussion in a whole bunch I'm going to have today. And let's just treat it as such and just not get quite so worked up over something. Yeah, I used to be like, I would call myself like a little Italian because I would get really upset if people, if I felt wronged or misunderstood or disrespected. Like I have a really hard time with that type of situation but I do not, I used to get like all bent out of shape and reactive. But as I've gotten older, like I said, is I don't actually react immediately. I really have learned to kind of rein in my emotions. I'm not perfect. I still do it. Trust me. My kids sometimes, you know, like sometimes they'll get me riled up. But I have such a better control over those emotions because it's going to be okay. Like you just need to sit with it. And the thing is, then I would always feel bad about the way I reacted, like I said before. So then now I'm not even worried about the problem. I'm now sitting here. Oh, why did I react that way? I shouldn't have, you know what I mean? So I didn't want to feel that way anymore. So I stopped doing that. 
Yeah, that's a very sane approach, Tara. <laughs> I'm not always that sane. But I been. I mean, you know, these are the things like I think if there's things you don't like about the way you handle certain situations, you can change them. It just takes time. It's just an awareness. Yeah. I do think, you know, so I, I will have that same feeling of like, why didn't I say this? Or why did I say this? You know, and I do think the more I can, I can sort of talk myself down and just be like, okay, just take this very calmly, you know, write down your points, take your time. There's no rush. I think you'll probably handle it in a better way. And at least I would handle it in a better way if I can just, if I can shove the emotions aside and whatever anger might be rising up and just like, quietly respond um and take my time I think that's better for me for sure that's yeah I've learned that over the years the other thing is just I've learned to um you know when I think about if someone is doing something that I don't like or they're not doing something that I want to happen rather than try to diagnose why they're not doing it I just try to ask for what I want so you know I would really like it if you could do this rather than I don't know why you're not doing that like why why wouldn't you be do- it, it doesn't matter right it's like what's that what's the result that I'm looking for and just be like more direct at what I'm looking for from someone I love, I love that you said that because in life we are not mind readers and we do not know what the other person is wants needs if you can express yourself more I need this I need that this is what I would like well, that's communicating. And that is taking out the guessing game or setting somebody up to fail. Not that I think you do that. Trust me, I'm not. But they will fail if they don't know. Because if I don't know, how do, how am I going to do the right thing? I'm going to just try, right? So I really like that you said that. I think that in life, we all could communicate better. I have learned in my life to try to communicate better. I was somebody that was such a people pleaser, forever. And then I would be the one that would be suffering because I wasn't getting my needs met. So I'm so able now to communicate what I need. And I think that that just takes time. And, you know, and don't be afraid to say what you need. It helps everybody involved in your life, in business. People need to know. Very good advice. Thank you, Tara. (laughs) Thank you, Jill. And now I need to go. So (laughs) (laughs) let us know thank you we hope you enjoyed today's episode we would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts bermuda shorts jean shorts short shorts boy shorts tennis shorts cargo shorts beaded shorts running shorts or shorts